on episode 450 of Nintendo Switchcraft, a dead-end job, first thoughts, many deals to be had, and Zelda, turns out it's the best. Who knew? Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. I'm Victor from North Carolina. Don't get distracted by shiny things because you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft. It is your Nintendo source for all the Nintendo news that you want to know about. Uh, You can find this wherever podcasts are downloaded. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, you can find this over at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. If you're listening to the show, there's a video version of the show over at the YouTube channel. And uh, of course, you can also check out the show live by joining us over on Twitch over twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Listen, you just put in runjumpstomp, you're going to find the show no matter where you go. Uh, This episode of Nintendo Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Martin S. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining us over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. I post all of the shows that I make over there without any ads in them, except for, you know, the the fake ads. Like, if you're going to spend your time playing video games, why not like play them on ads. something that can also teach you about computing? Get a Commodore 64 or... Victor. All right. So uh, anyway, you know, those ads are still in because I think those are just fun. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I want to start by talking about a game that I played called Dead End Job, which is basically top-down... Oh, how do I want to describe this? Top-down Ghostbusters, if that makes any sense. And uh, it's really actually pretty fun. It's a twin-stick shooter where you are basically going from room to room to room, procedurally generated. You go from room to room, and then you have to fight ghosts. You got to shoot them twin-stick shooter style. And then after you have stunned them, you have to run up to them and uh, vacuum them up. Uh, Each room will have a certain number of ghosts that you have to capture. Sometimes they'll have an unwitting civilian in that room as well, and you'll have to go over and uh, rescue said civilian uh, from the ghosts by capturing a certain number of ghosts. As you are shooting things around the the room, uh, things will break and money will pop out, and that's really the, the idea behind this game is you're trying to make money. It's your score, really. It's really fun. It's it's surprisingly fun. It's got a really good art style, uh, very, I would say, 1990s cartoons, if that makes sense. If like it it made it it made me think of like Ren and Stimpy. Uh, you're this Ghostbuster guy, and your partner uh, choked on a sandwich, and or actually on the toothpick. You know how in cartoons they have an olive with a toothpick through it in your sandwich. Uh, well, uh, this guy choked on said toothpick olive and died. And now he is trapped at the, you know, back at the office and he can't go on jobs with you. So you now have to go out on your own and capture ghosts, make some money and then, you know, update stuff. Um, as you play, you can level up. And when you level up, you get the choice of three different things that you can 
that you can do when you level up. So like you could make it so that your, your ammo is basically longer, which is not really ammo. They call it heat. So it's the op it's, it's ammo. It's essentially ammo. Uh, you won't run out of ammo as fast. You can uh, make it so that you can take a little bit more damage with it, so you can move a little faster, that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's really interesting, and I had a lot of fun with it. And I, I, I'm only about 15, 20 minutes in. Uh, what I will say about the game is that it's got a great sense of humor. The text, if you watch my first look over on my YouTube channel, uh, the text goes by really fast. It's fa- it's not so fast that you can't read it, but I was trying to read it out loud, you know, because that's what I do when I do first looks is I was reading the text out loud and I just couldn't keep up with it. So um, that's one problem that I have with the game, but that's pretty much, oh no, there's one other problem that I have with the game that I almost forgot about. Uh, you have like this book of ghosts that you captured or items that you found because you can find items like sandwiches and pieces of cake or hand grenades that will damage ghosts uh you can find these items uh and they'll go into like this book so that you can look through them and see what they do same thing with the ghosts that you catch uh they will go into the book so you can see like you can read about them and when you when you open up that book and you click on it for some reason they didn't use the whole screen i almost feel like this is a bug, uh, but it doesn't use the full screen. And it's like this very small section where the words actually are. It's not even centered. It's very sloppy that they did that. That being said, the gameplay is really good. And I hope that dead end job will get patched and and have that, that, that one real issue that I have with it fixed. Uh, it looks like there's four different places that you can go. Again, I'm only, I'm very early on in the game, but I did have some fun playing that game. Uh, speaking of first looks, I also this morning recorded a first look at a game called Xeno Raptor. I can't say anything about it because it doesn't come out until tomorrow or not tomorrow, uh, Christmas Day. It comes out on Christmas Day. Uh, so, hey, if you're waking up and you are um, you know looking for something to do on Christmas Day, now you can watch my first look at Xeno Raptor. I anticipate that people will will uh, check that out later. Uh, but that game comes out on the 25th. It's another twin stick shooter. This one's more in space. Uh, if I were to compare the two, I would say Dead End Job is really more my jam just because of the crazy art and the ridiculous premise. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on. Sidebar Games, which if you didn't know, they made a Golf Story. They recently tweeted this out and... I was really excited about about this, not for myself, but for other people. Uh, I was really excited about this, is that Golf Story is 30% off worldwide in the eShop sale this Christmas, right? So I was like, oh, okay, that sounds great. So I clicked on the link that they that they posted there, and it brings up the European site. And of course, it says that it's on sale for 34% off. Awesome. That's That's a great game. But then it you know, it hides it. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's, it's on sale in Europe. Let me see if it's on sale, uh, here in the States. So I went to nintendo.com. I searched for golf story. And when I click on it, it says that it just is regular price. It's 1499. It doesn't say that it's a discounted price right now. So I don't know why they said worldwide. Actually, you know what just occurred to me? I wonder if it's not, if it's showing me the normal price 
because I'm logged in and I already own the game, I wonder if I make, if I log in with a guest account, that's what I'm going to do real quick. I don't log in with a guest account and we'll go to nintendo.com. Uh, it's funny. Normally when I type in N I N enter, it just brings me to nintendo.com cause it knows what I'm typing, but, uh, not here. All right. So golf story, let's click on it. Let's see what it says. And it says it is on sale. So all right, I guess if you already bought it, it does not show you the sale, the current sale price, maybe so you don't get mad about it. But it's currently $9.89 uh, on the eShop. This game is fantastic. I had so much fun playing Golf Story back in uh, when, when it first came out. It is not a golf game. Yes, you play golf in it, but it is really more of a uh, just a, a cute little RPG where you are trying to get this golf course that you love playing golf on uh, up and running again. Uh, and it's it's really fun. And you know what? They've got, you know, they, they showed off that they've got a new game coming, I, I believe, next year called Sports Story. So it's it's basically golf story, but with all of the other sports as well. And I think that that's very exciting. And if you don't already have Golf Story, this is 33% off or 34% off, five bucks off. Uh, it's it's definitely worth buying at this price. It's definitely worth buying at full price. It's just such a great game. And I feel like if you don't go check it out right now, you are missing out big time. So uh, Nintendo.com, type in Golf Story. You can buy it. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, but you can buy games straight from the website without having to open up the eShop on the Nintendo Switch, which is so much a better experience. I don't think that's a very good sentence, though. It's a much better experience doing it that way than it is going into the actual eShop to buy stuff. All right. Speaking of deals, uh, this is a really good deal, but speaking of deals, Cubic Games is absolutely brilliant. Like, I hats off to these guys. They did a great job with this. So if you didn't know, uh, they have this anniversary special for their 15-year anniversary, and it's basically uh, you, you get 10 free games in 10 days. Now, I have to say, I did not pay close attention to this. Uh, big thank you to community member Inside Out, who every single day in the Discord, and the we have a deals channel in our Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And every single day, Inside Out went in there and they're like, hey, don't forget to download this game today. And, uh, you know, so that people could get their 10 games for free. Uh, so I've talked about this on the show before, how you get this. Uh, hopefully people didn't forget. I forgot. Uh, I, even with Inside Out reminding me, I forgot uh, to download stuff. So I got through the first two, the first one, I already owned Robonauts. So I didn't, I didn't get, to, didn't need to claim that one. And then I picked up, uh, Geki Yaba, which I, I played a little bit of it. That is not a good game, uh, but it's free. So who cares? Uh, and then when it came to puzzle book, I knew that it was, that it was the free game of the day. And I was like, Oh, okay, I'll do that later. And I never got around to it. I just forgot. Uh, so that meant that I couldn't get, well, I mean, I already had one strike because I did a review of that or not a review, but I did a uh, first look at that game. Uh, but I didn't get any of these other games, uh, that came along. Now, if you missed out on these and you want to get 
like say Mana Spark, which is the game for today, you have to go back and buy the other ones if you missed out. But most people who have a brain in their head, unlike me, uh, they went in and they got their free games, which is awesome. Good for them for getting these free games. And tomorrow, there's another free game. I know what it is because it was posted to Reddit earlier today. I'm not going to... I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I bet you somebody in chat, uh, in the live chat over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp will remind us. But I want to talk about... Cubic Games' brilliant marketing strategy uh, because, listen, Christmas is in two days, you know, December 25th, and there's going to be a lot of people who have either a brand new Nintendo Switch or a brand new Nintendo Switch Lite. There's going to be a lot of people who have one of these things under the tree, you know? And they're going to open up that that uh, that app. Maybe maybe they'll get some eShop gift cards with their presents that day. And they're going to open up that the the eShop. And what are the top games going to be? They're going to be Cubic Games games. They gave out a bunch of free games to people who already had the Nintendo Switch. And then when people are opening up um, the eShop. In the, in the top downloads, it's going to be games like Mana Spark, Wreck, uh, Race Die Run, Coloro, Wrecking Ball Adventure, One Strike. And are these great games? Not really. They're okay. They're not bad games. They're free. I'm certainly not going to complain about free games. But these games are not like, oh my God, you have to. Well, most of these games are not, oh my God, you have to play them. I have not played Mana Spark, but I played Race Die Run, and that game's fantastic. I played One Strike. It's okay. Um, For the price... Excuse me. Sorry about that. For the price that you pay for these games, not even when they're free. Like, they're very cheap games anyway. They're pretty fun. And I think that they're worth the price that you pay for the ones that I've... Well, for the ones that I've played. Uh, Outside of Gekiyaba, I don't think that's worth anything, really. I I hated that game. Uh, Robonauts, fantastic game. Uh, so you're going to see all of these games as like the number one, like the, the top 10 games that are coming out, uh, or, or that are the most downloaded. And that's going to get, uh, Cubic Games a lot of, uh, sales, I think in that early day. So that's a pretty brilliant move. And of course, people in chat are, uh, helping me out. Uh, Vaxer says that Space Pioneer is the last game. So tomorrow, the mystery game that is to be announced is Space Pioneer, uh, which looks pretty cool. Uh, I just I just wanted to say about Cubic Games, what a great job at making your, uh, your games right up there in that top spot when people open up their brand new Switch. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I'm going to, you know, I gave somebody a Switch for uh, Christmas... Do them and yourself a favor before you give it to them, although it's probably already wrapped in under the tree or something, but before you give it to them, hook it up to the damn internet, download all of the updates, make their life easier. Don't make them do a bunch of updates on Christmas morning. Uh, Just hand it to them already updated. They will appreciate it even more. Uh, So I just wanted to let people know about that. 
All right, before we move on, we're going to take a moment to thank our sponsors. And when we get back, we're going to talk about some lies that Tencent has been telling their customers over in China. Stick around. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You get a low score for this game. All right, we are back. And Tencent, this is this is comes to us from uh, Go Nintendo. Tencent, which is this Chinese uh, conglomerate, they... They kind of got their fingers everywhere. Like they've they own a piece of Epic Games, they own a piece of this, they own a piece of that. They have so many games and like movies, they make movies, they they make a lot of stuff. And uh they're this huge conglomerate and Nintendo partnered with Tencent, this Chinese co- corporation, in order to get the Nintendo Switch into China. Now, if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you know that Nintendo has had a problem with Joy-Cons with the Nintendo Switch. So uh, basically, one of the problems that people have had with the Joy-Cons is as you use your Nintendo Switch, the joystick part of the Joy-Con, it starts to wear off. Not the part that you can see, but the part on the inside. And what happens is that eventually the controller or the, you know, your camera will start to drift. It won't be like if you've got your th- your thumb off the stick, the stick continually pushes in one direction, or at least the, the system thinks that it does. And because of that, people are, you know, like Nintendo got sued. They did like, not necessarily a recall, but they said anybody who sends in their stuff will get it fixed for free, which is all good, Okay. Uh, so the switch comes over to China and um, this customer uh, ends up, you know, they, they're running into a joystick drift issue and they call up uh, customer support, which in China is Tencent and Tencent tells them, uh, oh, well, since you were playing an imported copy of, of Breath of the Wild, that's what's causing this. It's not that there's a problem with the hardware. It's because you imported a game. Um, That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. That is not what causes it. We know what causes it. It's that the little pads get worn down over time. Although, you know, this guy having drift already when it just came out in China makes me think that there's probably some other issue, maybe a manufacturer's defect. But it's not caused. (laughs) It's not caused by importing games. Uh, absolutely not. 
caused by importing games. I think it's ridiculous that Tencent uh, told somebody that, and hopefully they will get their uh, customer service back in line. I will say this. The customer service that I've had when calling Nintendo has been ridiculously good, like super good. They they spoke perfect English. They knew exactly what I was saying. I could understand everything that they were saying. We would even have a conversation about what games we like while we were um, while we were uh, having this conversation, and it didn't feel like it was scripted nonsense. Um, it, it's just been fantastic, and clearly, uh, Tencent is not doing the same kind of thing for their customer service over in China. I think it's a mistake for Nintendo to let somebody else be their intermediary between the customer and Nintendo. I think that that's a big mistake on Nintendo's part. Hopefully they stop doing that. Uh, Okay, Uh, Nintendo of America tweeted this out and um, I'm a little excited. I'm not super excited for it because I've never really been into the mana games, but I'm a little excited for it because I think that this game actually looks really good. And that is Trials of Mana. Uh, Nintendo of America tweeted this out. They say they said, meet Duran and Angela, two of the main protagonists from Trials of Mana, and see how their stories are set to unfold as they embark on an action-packed adventures in the world of Mana. And I have to say, I know that this is a cutscene. What I'm looking at here, uh, it looks gorgeous. But then they show gameplay, and that looks really, really good too. The characters look really weird like this guy's hair is the biggest hair i've ever seen it like it it almost reminds me of like blanca in street fighter 2 you know what i mean uh the blanca hairstyle where it's back and huge but overall i think that uh the i i think that the gameplay stuff that i saw looked interesting um i'm i've never been into uh, the mana games but this seems like one that I can jump in on, and uh, it comes out on April twenty fourth. So I am looking forward to it. I, you know, I do think that that the uh, I I don't know how much of an RPG it is. I, I know that it's very action heavy as far as RPGs go, but but I'm interested in playing this game, and it's definitely something that I'm going to check. Well. I may check out uh, later on down the road. It depends on what other games are coming out in April. I know that March is pretty stacked right now. Uh, it's got, I can't think of what, what is the name of the, so it's got, um, not on Nintendo, but Cyberpunk comes out in March, right? So that's a huge RPG that comes out in March. Um Final Fantasy VII Remake, also not Nintendo, comes out in March. And I also feel like I am remembering something else that comes out in March on Nintendo. Oh, Animal Crossing, a little game called Animal Crossing. So if you take all of those things together, that's a lot of stuff that's coming out in March. It's a good thing that Trials of Mana is not coming out until the end of April. Well, maybe like the third week in April. Um... So I'm not sure, oh man, I'm not sure if I'll have time to play Trials of Mana. That being said, I'm not sure if I'll have to di- time to play anything in the first half of the year next year because 
Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to take all of my time. I know it's not a Nintendo um, game or a game on a Nintendo system. I don't care, man. I am a huge fan of Final Final Fantasy, and I'm going to be playing a lot of that. Earlier on in the show, I told you about a a bunch of really good deals. I just want to hit a couple more before we get out of here. Uh, And then I've got two quick stories that I want to talk about. Uh, But real quick... Uh, Okami HD is currently 40% off on the eShop. That is a, that is 12 bucks. And I've heard very, very good things about that. You play as a wolf. And I guess this is something people have compared it to Zelda quite often. Um, so Okami HD lowest price ever right now. Uh, let's see what else is on sale right now at its lowest price ever. Uh, Final Fantasy nine, on on eShop is 12 bucks or well 13 bucks if you round correctly uh 13 right now i've heard extremely good things about that particular final fantasy again it's not final fantasy 7 but hey are you interested in final fantasy 7 it's currently 40 percent off uh as well for 10 bucks so 10 bucks you can get yourself final fantasy 7 and one other game that I will uh, point out that's uh, really good if you're getting a Switch or if you have a Switch and you're looking for something to play with a bunch of people, um, Overcooked 2 is currently on sale 40% off uh, at $15. It's, uh, I haven't played the second one. I played the first one, and it's really, really fun. But if you're looking for something to play with a bunch of people, then Overcooked 2 is definitely something you're going to want to check out. All right. Zelda, you guys know, this is my favorite game of all time. Zelda Breath of the Wild, in my opinion, is the best game ever made. Uh, Best game on Nintendo, best game anywhere. Uh, It's just so fantastic, and I've got 200 hours in that game. And if if I picked it up and started playing it right now, I know that I would instantly get sucked back in and I would play nothing else for a very long time, probably until Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out. Uh, so why am I telling you about this? Well, because apparently Time Magazine uh, uh, agrees. Uh, I, I do have an, an issue. Okay, wait, never mind. I, I, I don't have an issue with this. So <laughs> it says here, Time Magazine, the 10 best video games of the 2010s. Now, the URL says the decade, but they are they're actually just saying the 2010s. I like that much better because the decade, if you ask me, does not technically, I feel like I'm that that nerd, you know, technically, you know, technically the the decade does not end until 2021. That is the first year of the next decade. The, you know, cuz you go from 1 to 10 and then 11 to 20 and then 21 to etc. So uh, the best games of the 2010s is what they're saying. And of course, Breath of the Wild is on there. Well, let's see what else is on there. Grand Theft Auto 5. I've not played it. That game came out in 2013. It is still on the top 10 bestseller lists on Amazon like every damn month. It's insane. Uh, Breath of the Wild came out 2017. God, that is such a great game. And I can't wait to play Breath of the Wild 2, which I I anticipate will come out next Christmas time. Uh, Fortnite uh, 2017 Dark Souls came out in 2011. It feels weird to me that Dark Souls came out at 2011. We've already got Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3, as well as some other Souls games from 
from software. Uh, let's see. League of Legends 2009. I feels like that's been out forever, but that's 10 years ago. So yeah, holy cow. Uh, Pokemon Go 2016. Minecraft 2009. Now, wait a second. 2009. All right. Time Magazine. What what rules are you using here? They said the 2010s decade. So that would be, you know, they're going from 2009 to 2019. That doesn't make any sense. All right. Time Magazine. For, for a magazine called Time Magazine, you would think that they would understand how time works. Uh, I'm not sure what they're going with, but sure. Minecraft. It's an amazing game. You got to play it. Uh, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. And it's on Switch. Um, I kind of want to buy it on Switch too, but I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, Portal 2. Oh my God, Portal 2. It feels like it's been a, an eternity since I played that game. I wish that they would bring out Portal Portal 2. I wish they would bring Orange Box plus Portal 2 uh, to Nintendo Switch. I think a lot of people would have a lot of fun with that because I feel like a lot of people missed out on a lot of those games. Uh, Disco Elysium, which came out this year, I also heard extremely good things about it, and it won a bunch of stuff at uh, the Game Awards this year. Uh, So that's Time's favorite games of either 2009 to 2019 or of the decade or of the 2010s, depending on which part of the article that you read. I know it's really confusing, but hey, who cares? They're just talking about good games. And that's uh, that's what we all want to keep in mind. All right, before we wrap up, I've got one more good game to tell you guys about, and that is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, huge fan of that game. One of the few games that I bought this year that I actually finished. I had so much fun playing through that. Uh, fantastic uh, brawler online, um, you know, playing online was really, really fun. And, uh, I had so much fun playing through this story's not great, but it doesn't matter because the combat was really, really fun. And, uh, the rise of the Phoenix, which is the second DLC expansion is now out. It came out today, I believe. Uh, yeah, came out today. It's version 3.0. Uh, this brings in Phoenix, Gambit, Iceman, and Cable are added as new characters that you can play as. Uh, it also has extra story that fe- uh, that focuses around Dark Phoenix, which is like the 48th time that we've seen this storyline. But that's okay. It's a good storyline, so it's good to see. And they also added in the Danger Room, which I've not played this yet, so I don't know what it's like in the game. But in the comics and in the... Um, movies and the TV show. Uh, I'm thinking of the TV show from the nineties that you can watch on Disney plus now, but, uh, the X-Men comics, uh, was basically this big room. It was a holograph, um, holo, what do they call it in Star Trek? I can't remember the holodeck. It was basically a holodeck where you could go in and learn how to fight against enemies. Uh, so I'm not sure what's what that is in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, but it's a wonderful game. And if you don't have it, it's got lots and lots of content. You could play that game for a very extended period of time and uh, have a lot of fun with it. And it's got online stuff so you can play with other people. So I highly recommend it. All right, uh, let's wrap up the show. Listen, if you haven't already joined the community, you should join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. 
And this show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you want to check out the other shows on the network, head on over to gstu.net. One of the shows on that network is called Breaking the Panel, and we will be recording that tonight. And I need to stop talking so that my voice is ready. Uh, But we're going to be recording that tonight. We're going to be talking all about the new Star Wars movie. So make sure that you uh, tune in. I'm sure that there's going to be arguments to be had. There's going to be people who loved it and people who hate it. I feel like no spoilers about the movie. My uh, like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I feel like this is a movie that is going to be incredibly divisive uh, on all fronts. So uh, make sure that you tune into that episode of Breaking the Panel, which will be coming soon. And just subscribe to the, cha- the to the show. Anyway, I'm not on every episode, but I'm on quite a few of them. All right. If you are looking to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. I can't thank you guys enough, everybody who supports the show, either through subscribing on Twitch, using my Amazon affiliate link, uh, becoming a member on YouTube, um, you know, buying the merch, uh, whatever it is that you guys do to support the show. I just really want to say thank you. Uh, we're, we're wrapping up here. Before I go, I want to say that uh, Wednesday would be the next episode of Switchcraft. I'm not going to record on Wednesday. There's probably not going to be anything to talk about anyway. Uh, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to include an episode of uh, 143 Pixels, which is another podcast that I do. And I'm going to drop that into the feed so you guys can check it out. And it's, uh, it's going to be an episode about a game from Nintendo. So uh, we've, you know, that, that show 143 Pixels is just me and one other person having a conversation about a one video game. And uh, I'm going to pick one that has a, a Nintendo theme to it, and I will drop it in the Wednesday episode. I hope you all have a fantastic Christmas uh, and a happy new year and all that stuff. I think I'm still recording on Friday, but I have to check with my wife. I don't know what's going on. I'm sure that I can probably super early in the day if we are having people over later on that night. But uh Uh, So if you come to watch the live shows, it's probably going to be at a different time. It's not going to be at the time that it normally is. Uh, But if you just listen to the podcast after the fact, then it shouldn't really change anything for you. Anyway, the music that you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Uh, Big thanks to them for allowing me to use their music on the show. You guys are fantastic. I hope to see you guys next time. Bye-bye.